Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to House of McCullough Uncensored on Stratford Paddock. All right. What's going on? You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, I'm over it now. I'm over it. Okay. Marcus Rashford got an honorary doctorate this morning. I know. I've just been thinking about Doctor this. Do we call him Doctor? Rashford. Now? Yeah. Doctor Marcus. Like, he, if we haven't well. photoshopped it, by the time this comes out, if this hasn't got Marcus the as a doctor, then In a Dom's suit. fucked right up. With yeah. us two either side of him. Right. We're doing your jobs for Youngest you, person to ever get a degree. What did you just say? Was it? From Manchester. Yeah. Uni, University of Manchester. Yeah. I had to pay nine grand for mine. We got that for free. Yeah. Which is good. Mine was nine grand a year. Nine grand a year? Yeah. How? I don't know. It is. You went uni before me? No, I didn't. Wait. <laughs> huh? 2014 I went. When did I go? <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. So you did go quite late. You I went as recently. A, went as a mature student. You're not, yeah, you went when you were a YouTuber, kind of. Uh, uh, it might have been 2015, actually, then, yeah. But yeah, I did, yeah. I was. People must look at us and think they haven't got degrees. Well, I haven't, because I didn't pass. Oh, I have. I didn't finish it. I got a law degree. I did, uh, I did a year. Um, yeah, it would have been 2014 when I started, September 14, because I bounced in, because um, I was a quantity surveyor. So what do you think people think you were, like, because I don't think anyone thinks you were a quantity surveyor in between being a YouTuber and, like, I don't know what you look like. You look like you might have owned, like, one of them, like, food vans that are good. Like, <laughs> no, but a good, like... Like the Northern like, Soul type Like ones. gourmet ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to phone him and book him out, and he comes down. And you've I, got, I'd like, enjoy pulled that. pork and... Pizza. Yeah, pulled pork pizzas. Yeah, um, I, I could have, I'd have dug that. I can see you doing something like that. Um, as for me, guess we'll just go with the old cliche. I'll go about a corner shot. Um, but no, nah, yeah, I just imagine what we would have been doing without YouTube. Oh mate, I'd have probably I fell into quantity vein. So I left the army and I went working for uh, Janine's old man, uh, and I was doing TV installations, so home cinemas. Um, which was cool when you got a home cinema. Sometimes you got some amazing setups. People had like twelve grand tellies delivered and stuff like that. There was one bitch of a woman. Is that there. how you went to Fingers House? Treble Winners House. York. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, no, Dwight York was uh, my girlfriend at the time. Worked in a bar, which is now uh, shit. What's it called? Not Panacea, is it? It used to be Panacea, it's got a new name now. Whatever it is in 
older age, the, the one next to the train station, can't remember the fucking name of it now, it used to be called Brazingerman's, and it used to have a club attached to it called the Braz. When, um, I've heard Dwight York's first pass. <laughs> <laughs> when, Harvey, when Harvey Price was born, uh, I believe he's in a bad way at the moment. Yeah, I think. Um, hope he's all right. Yeah. When he was born, Dwight had a, a wet in the baby's head party. Um, and he invited all the bar staff, because I guess they're his mates. <laughs> Not joking, just like, you know, it's just a true story, isn't it? To, um, to the party. And she was working it. So she said, do you mind if I just invite my boyfriend instead? Because he's a big United fan. And he was like, yeah. And my uncle was the bouncer of the club anyway. Um, and Joe Adam, who works here, his uncle Jay was the guy that used to drive everybody there. So we kind of like knew the place and knew who worked there and all that sort of stuff. So I went, this is the maddest one ever. Like I went to the wetting of the baby's head for, for baby Harvey. Baby that doesn't even care about. Yeah. That's mental. That might have been, the only, for for that might <laughs> been the only thing he ever did for him. That's really bad. By it though. is bad. Uh, did you hear him will take it back to somewhere where we want to be rather than talking about someone's parenthood, if that's the word. Um, you see him on the podcast this week with Sam and that. No, I've heard some of the, the, the comments that come out of it. He said after 99, he went into Fergie's office and he said, can I have a year off? Paid. <laughs> David May, who's on the podcast, went. Imagine if we all did that. Yeah, David, no one would have noticed if you did that. But <laughs> Dwight York. Imagine that. I no wonder he was out the door about 12 months after that. He two years he went Blackburn not long after yeah. that. Yeah. About 2001, summer. Summer 2001. But he goes, it was because, obviously, check out the podcast if you want. Sam's doing great work on it. But it was because he goes, I don't ever think like, there's only one way down now. <laughs> it's kind of true, isn't it? Completed it, mate. <laughs> he literally completed it, mate. And it's like, I'd imagine if I was a footballer and I just made my debut for United, I would just go and won a treble in a year. Just go after rails. We signed him, twelve point six million. Summer oh, ninety-eight. Not on your own. Signed him. He becomes European Golden Boot. He wins Premier League, FA Cup, and European Cup in his first season as a red. I, I don't hold it against him. <laughs> you don't, and especially knowing the character he is. Um, I've heard other wild stories about that. Probably can't say on here. Um, but like he just loved life in it really did love life um, and he, he obviously showed it in, oh in yeah parties. go back on the story at least anyway because you were saying like go back to his yeah, house yeah, so, yeah. after that party we went back to his house my uncle was driving Rio's car and scraped it on the gate uh, the back arch of his Aston Martin and he was like Rio Rio Ferdinand yeah was Rio like, and Yorkie crossover, were they just friends? Uh, it was, this was summer 2000, uh, summer, no, was it October, November 2002, something like that? Rio was already a red then, wasn't he? I thought it was... But there was, no, it, it, it was, uh, when this happened, York was at Blackburn. Okay, but he's still living in Cheshire, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because in the party, there was, because people won't get this, but there was a few City players um, that used to hang out with all the United players. Jeff Whitley, uh, Danny Tiato, who was a knob, but on the pitch, hated him. That's a name. But actually, in, in person, well sound. Uh, and then the party was like a couple of them lads, but then it was all the, the Blackburn players like Brad Friedel, uh, David Dunn, Flitcroft. No, I don't think Dunn was there. Mark Gans Pedersen? He wasn't there. But it was all that era. Colin Andrew, remember him? Yeah, big air. He obviously wasn't there. He had a mad perm, innit? 
I just always remember getting football stickers of him. Seeing his big head. He was going to manager manager's store anyway. You went to his so, house. Yeah, he go, so, yeah, it was a lot of Blackburn players. Um, I think Blackburn, Blackburn had just beat us as well, like, that weekend. This was like on a weird night. It wasn't, uh, it was obviously it's footballers, isn't it? So he'd hired the whole place out. Random people in there, like Will Meller, drove two pints of lager. I hate good him. You always <laughs> see about games, you know. So there was random ass people in there. And then, um, because my uncle was like taking people's cars back for him and stuff like that, and he took Rio's car to, uh, to Dwight's house, scraped the fucker on the, um, on the gate on the way in. Can you remember what car it was? Yeah, Black Aston Martin DB9. <laughs> one of them where you go that's not a cheat Rio just goes oh don't worry about it and he was like what okay fair enough the Dentley which um, reminds me a year ago but yeah we was playing was playing snooker in his uh, games room um, and this, this the story is and I'm so glad it fucking came out was there was one shirt he had hung up in there so he's got two trophy cabinets with all his like with, with his European golden boot I was I was like in heaven mate just looking at this shit all his Premier League winners medals stuff like that and then one footballer shirt up on the wall in his games room. Whose was it? R9. From when we played against him. Yeah. That's it. No other football shirts in the place. R9. I remember meeting R9. And he was upstairs with a Funny enough, with Sam. Um, and we seen him and we just ran up to him like little kids. And because like me and Sam went to do something at some media event. It's Cannes, wasn't it? In Cannes, yeah. Um, and so we did something about Devils one day. And then the next day, Ronaldo was doing something about polka stars because he's a big, yeah, he works a lot with them, don't he? So he was there. Me and Sam were like, shit, he's in in town. When we're here, we need to find him. Did he speak English? Um, he did. A, we had a very, it felt like five minutes. It was probably two. Do you know, like, it, it was a very short conversation, but we, we were like, we need to see this guy. And then we walked out of our hotel one, on one of the evenings and he just walked past us. Uh, and we were just like, <laughs> and we just chased him up the road and then when we got there we were the only ones talking to him he looked shocked that someone recognised him R9 and then we were just giddy little kids bearing in mind I was probably about 26 at this time and we were just giddy little kids oh my god oh my god oh no, amazing and then I, I remember saying to him you should have you come yeah, yeah, yeah I, I said you should have I cuddled everyone I did I said, <laughs> I said you should have come to United and he goes I never had the chance Unless Fergie thought, impossible, knee injuries, too much money, I don't know. The time to get him was either as he left PSG or as he left Barca. Mm. There was no other time to get him. But there was a little part of me that when he was at AC Milan, or just before he went there, I wanted us to sign him. Even fucked, and probably a couple of stone overweight, Real Madrid, and I, yeah. was still potent as a motherfucker. Mm. It was, it was amazing. But, I remember, but what's your favourite one? Because mine's either first season in, uh, or, Inter. Or, or Barcelona. Inter. I just, it was outrageously good. Inter Ronaldo going into the 98 World Cup. I, I don't think there's a better striker anywhere in the world ever. Um, I even think, I even put him above Messi and Ronaldo. Um, I just think it's different areas, areas of football where, you know, back then it was all about scoring 20 goals, 30 goals a season. Not 50. Fo football's changed, you know what I mean? And I think... If he played in this era, he probably has that kind of numbers oh, as well. You look at what Mbappe's doing. You look at, and I'm well, not discrediting these players. There was doing a goal a game. Like he was doing a goal a game at Barcelona. Yeah. I think, it, I think he scored 37 in 34 actually, something like that at Barcelona. And that wasn't Barcelona Messi era. That was Barcelona, like almost yeah, like United. Was it Robbie Robson era. Yeah. 
What a man, by the way, Bobby Robson is. We overlook that, don't we? Big time. I remember when he was England manager and I was a kid. He used to kind of be ridiculed a little bit. Because that's the job of the England manager? Yeah, that's true. Because the press are dicks, mate, and they don't know a good thing when they've got it. But he's a great... He's they did it with ev- everyone that's ever... They did it with Beckham, they did it with Rooney, they've done it with Charlton. You know, they, they arguably did it with Sven. Sven was a better manager than he gets credit for. <laughs> what, he got England to... Did he get to a semi? Sven, yeah. Right, I think. Which was about where England were. I don't know how fucking Southgate got England to a semi. There was nobody that they had to beat to get there. I'd have got England to that semi. And then the first bit team of, you come up against. Bit of passion. <sighs> get stuck in. I like Gareth Southgate. I think he's a good people person. And I think he's great with the squad. I just think... That's why I think, though, Mourinho's life now is in international football. Probably, yeah. Because you, you, you will be the greatest manager in international football. He could be, and and he's also not got that day to day where he's grinding you down. Mm. Saying that, beat Arsenal. <laughs> That's not an achievement. <laughs> oh God, Arsenal! Since when's beating Arsenal a fucking achievement? I know, but they are bad, ain't they? They are bad. Anyway, what I was gonna say a bit of goal was one year ago today, we're in Perth. Yeah. That was good, isn't I've it? seen the memories popping up. Yeah. Yesterday I saw Tomo's just tweeted us. Of um, me and Joe in the bay. Um, that was in Perth. And then, yeah, I've had a couple of tweets today from people that we had beers with out there. That was a sick time. We should have now been... Wherever. Planning for tour. Going on, on tour. It, on it now. Potentially India. Probably, 15th of July, <laughs> probably leaving now-ish. Yeah, or just got there. Because I just got to... <laughs> didn't sleep and we went straight on it considering that's the worst flight you can do on earth ain't that bad I, 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 I didn't sleep for like the day before so I slept on both flights like I just thought let me get like a good 10 hours kipping do you know what it's all about eye masks Damn. y'all don't know about eye masks see earplugs eye masks that don't work for me you gotta try the eye mask I get paranoid with the eye mask on so I just every five minutes like, I think someone had some vlog footage of me and Joe asleep next to each other. Noise cancelling headphones on. Eye mask. Neck pillar. I love the wifi on the airplanes when we were going there. Emirates. It's the future, isn't it? Yeah. Having Wi Fi on planes is very good. Very, very good. The prices aren't very good, but it's very good having having that. Yeah, I'm uh we'd have been on it now. Um I can't wait for the next one. The next one should be mint. Where, where? Yeah, because the club is. are going to go big. Yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to go. They're gonna, I wouldn't be it's surprised the if they do year. Australia again. I think it's all India America. and all that. Or will they go America? Yeah, because it's easier. There's also the Euros next year, which I mean, you think half of our squad's going to be involved in, it, if not more. So it could be a very youth-heavy. I would make an early prediction. Maybury's on tour next year. Yeah, I think that'd be the case anyway. Um, do you think he'll? Make his debut next year. Um, a little birdie tells me he's probably just going to bounce between 23s and 18s next season. But so he's only mean, been training with the first team. Yeah, that doesn't mean no. Might come off the bench that one mean, game. Might mean a League Cup, maybe. Or, you know, depending if we're in Europa or Champions League, you get the group done early. But also a lot depends on him. If he's tearing up under 23 football and it's just like... He's, a, he's not like Mason, though. Mason, Even though Mason was skinny, there was a physicality to him. Um, and also, if he plays on the wing, you can be smaller. Or you know, he was going to come in on the wing so he can be smaller. That's why he doesn't play up front yet because he's not physically mature enough to play as a number nine in the Prem. Um, Maybury in midfield. 
you know, even though Bruno ain't big, you know, even though David Silva ain't big, I think Mabry does need to just physically develop a little bit. Hell of a player though. Where do you see his right vision? As, is it like where do you see his future? Is it in that Bruno role? It's it's literally the Bruno role, yeah. Being mm. a bit more advanced on the edge of the final third, making things happen. He's got he can play a bit deeper, but I see him probably sitting there. Mm. He's, he's, he's such an intelligent footballer as well. His awareness of space around him, his trickery. He knows it as well, and that's why I think you need to get out of the 18s as quickly as possible when you get to that level as well. 18s is cool, right? 18s is fairly competitive, but then it opens up into a mire of shit of five years of players who aren't good enough to play first team. Mm. Under 18s is still quite competitive because for most players, it's their first time playing a double age group. So it's quite a, a bit of a jump for them and it's, it's testing. Quite often when you play against other academies, if you're a first year, you're playing against almost exclusively second years. So that's a test for you. You don't really see anybody shining their first year. Mason did, Mabry did, Angel did. Outside of that, not many. So you mentioned Angel though, that's the point. Like it's, I kind of feel he had too long in the 23s. Yeah. Andreas Pereira. Possibly Adnan Yanazai, yeah. and you just stagnate in there. It's and shit. Everyone knows you're a very good footballer, but the jump from 23s to first team is way too big. Yeah. It's way too the big. The 23s is bollocks, and I'd be in favour of a B team, but I also understand like League One and League Two clubs going, well, that's not fucking on, is it? But I can only ever look at it from a United perspective. It would be well better for United to have a competitive under 23 team that played League One or League Two. Um, but I also understand that, and they're like, well, no one wants to watch your under-23s, and you're like, I, I think more United fans would go watch under-23s than watch the average League Two game now, mm. right? I think United fans, because of how much we like our youth team, would go and watch that regular. I'd say the 23s probably have, and I know they're a fairly new team, um, and it's not a criticism of, of, of their game, but you probably have a better crowd or similar crowd to the women for the 23s. I think it'd be better, yeah. Better, probably. But even for the, for definitely for the youth cup games and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but I think if you was playing regularly uh, and you made the prices like a five or something like that, you would get a lot well, of Well, we get free watching. entry with a season ticket, don't we? Yeah. Um, and I always think, like, getting kids into those games is important as well. Like, especially because, one, ticket prices at first team levels are so expensive mm. now that most kids, like, if you're getting to see a Pogba or a, or a Hannibal Medjubri in the, in the 23s, that's, that's amazing. You get to say, oh, I've seen him before. He was good in that. But just getting, getting kids in there so that they... I think you price kids out of the game, you ruin the support in the future. Well, you know, from um, the start of the Premier League until, like, I think it, was, it would have been like six, seven years ago, the average age in 92, 93 was like 23 and a half. 20 years later, it was 42 and a half. So in that 20 years... The age had gone up 19 years. So what does that tell you? The people who were watching football in 92, 93 are more or less the same people. There isn't the underbelly of mm. rascals coming in. There's not the 14 and 15-year-olds that are going with their mates because they can't afford it. Mm. Like, Jaden couldn't go to a match mm. on his own with his mates, like I did. And that's why you do see people like SE Dons, hashtag Paddock One Day. Possibly. The we don't fan know. bases we don't know. Are for them... Will be bigger because you can watch the game with a beer in your hand. <laughs> you can have a sing and a dance. You can fucking you talk can, to the players. You can do everything. Yeah, and I think, and that's why I think the people that like the women's game are really fanatical about it. Like you, like you see Nat and you see the Barmy Army and that. But they can get so close to those players 
that they feel like they're an extra part of the team. Yeah. And I suppose as your team gets bigger, you will lose that. It's harder to be able to do that. Um, but it's great to be able to do that as well. I, I wonder if Paddock are going to benefit from the, there being no fans in Premier League. If we start in September, we can have up to 1,000 fans. We're not getting 1,000 well, fans. You do hear rumours that it's going to be back soon. Uh, uh, we're going to be back in stadium soon. Yeah, but it might be like a percentage. 10k at a time. That's mad, that. That'd be weird. Like, because we've got a hope. Like, you've got a season ticket. I've got a season ticket. Jay's got one. Like, the hope between us, we've got one, one of us there. going. Because <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> but I, would... I guarantee the first day, it's like, boom, all of us. Fuck. Yeah. I'd <laughs> Next love week, to be. none of us. Yeah, it's one of them, in it? You have to be at that first game back. Because it's historical, that is. It's like the journalists that are at these games now. They're like, they're the, they're the only ones that have seen Marshall's hat trick or seen this or that. Or it's like, it's pretty good. Uh, you know who was at one of them? Through. Fucking Mitz. What? Mitz is a steward, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he was there for the, which game was it? Was, that, was it Sheffield United? It was Sheffield United game. Just, just don't respond, Mitz. That's all right, mate. In the back. All right. Oh, he's in the back. He's, he's, he's guns dropped the kids off at the pool. Um... Yeah. Are you, are you feeling about the top four now? Hang on, is he in there? No, it's not him. Now the dust is settled. That's that knobhead. Um, I think we, we, we lost a massive opportunity to be in pole position. It's harder to be it's harder to be chasing than it is to just be... Fuck off, man. Harder to be, ch to be chasing than it is to be in front. Because now we're going into the Crystal Palace game with nerves. Rather than going into the Crystal Palace game going, let's extend our lead and put, you know make it almost impossible for, for someone to catch us. We're in the shit now. Do you think Chelsea are top four confirmed now? Even no. with the games coming up? No. I think it's well up in the air. It's the last day of the season. Mm. Do, do you know what? This is the ones where Sky cream themselves. Because 15 minutes into the game, it'll be like that. Mm. Uh, 27 minutes into the game, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then, you know, boop, 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 and it'll, be, it'll, it'll change three times on a day. Not mm. quite as bad as when we drew the league with City, but like it's gonna, I like that. it's gonna change um, several times over the course of the day. Drew the league. Well, we did, didn't we? Did we? You used to share trophies. Remember that? Well, that's what we did. We just like, we've got like <coughs> at the time. I think we had it nineteen, didn't we? Which trophies was it that gets shared a lot? Charity Shield. Charity Shield. What was it? If you draw, you just share it. Yeah. And the <laughs> FA Cup finals being a replay is weird. Because like, imagine going to the FA Cup final, but you don't get to see the winner. No, and then and then it's like on a Monday night at Highbury. The next bit, you're like, what? Yeah, that's fucking. That's bad. That. Like, we think about how they always move games and stuff for football, but I'm glad there isn't two fucking FA Cup finals. Yeah. Reducing the replays on that. Imagine, like, having to go... Because they'd do it at Wembley again. Now the next would. weekend. Like, it'd be fucking pointless. And you'd still have to probably pay £90 for your ticket. Yeah. Because the tickets at Wembley are steep. steep. Yeah, everything about getting there is steep. It's a one on a train. It's a one on a coach. It's a one on a pint. Like, everything's yeah. fucking nightmares, isn't it? <laughs> and you can't, like, I went, I went to Wembley for the NFL games, and I've been to Wembley for loads of football games, boxing, everything. Football fans have the worst experience. And we use it the most. Do you remember when me and you went, um, it was on Remembrance Day as well, it was England versus Scotland. Oh, God. Right, there was a load of Scottish guys wearing skirts, getting their chopper out, right? And there was a load of, like, what I can only describe as tax officials that supported England wearing, like, barber jackets with, tax like, officials. fucking check shirts and fucking shit jeans on, right? And I'm like, I 
don't belong to either of these. Do you remember that fella had like fucking hot dogs and candy plus and all that juggling them down? There was the random geezer that was like, because we were sat down and that's a different experience at a match. I don't usually sit down. And uh, we were sat, where we were sat, I think it was like two seats in and then there was the away fans right here next to us. And we're literally almost like, felt like like a steward in the middle. (laughs) Just like, I'm not a part of either of these because I don't really fucking give a fuck about England. And then these people standing up on our right doing the arms outstretched thing, yeah. singing God Save the Queen, which is the worst song ever written. Worst national anthem of all time. It's, the least, it's so boring, uninspiring and flat. Where's an Ars Land of Hope and Glory? Which is a banger. Like, that's a good one. Like, you know. And Flower of Scotland's pretty cool as well. I've I'm not, I'm not heard that one. Um, I'm not singing it. And then you've got... It's just flat and shit. Yeah. I, I, I hate that national anthem. But let's get off that because I'll be ranting here for days. Um, yeah, that was, it was... We did see some funny shit, though. We did see some funny yeah, shit. But I was going to the game shit, just for, like... But unintentionally funny yeah. shit. It, it wasn't just, like, it was a great experience. What was good, because we also went to the England-Italy game, didn't we? Uh, which is where we got those pints that fill up from the bottom. Oh, yeah. More of those, please. I love how Spurs acted like they invented that, by the way. Yeah. And they think it. But, you see, when, you, when I went for the NFL games, like, I went... I've went, been to a few, but I went to a Raiders match... Raiders were, I think they've moved now, but they were from Oakland, so West Side and all that. And they had like, do you know what them parties called again? Tailgate. Tailgate parties. They had a tailgate party outside the thing, but they had DJs playing like West Coast music, like grills on party the goal. Like, it was a party atmosphere. You could have beers and that. They don't do that for us. No. They think we're all hooligans. Yeah, and the, the facts are like, there are still knobheads that go to football, but there's knobheads that go... Rugby, there's knobheads that go everywhere, and yet we can't even look at the pitch and drink a beer. I ate it. One of the best experiences watching a sporting match I've ever had was um, me and Janine went to watch UCLA, uh, and it was tailgate started at 6 a.m. Match kicked off at 1, right? I was minging by 1 o'clock. Do you know the octopus things where you, you pour beer in the top and there's all the little fucking like, oh, yeah, those yeah, pipes? Yeah. Like, all the Americans are like, oh, give it a go and all that lot. I think I sucked everybody else's first. Sucked everyone else. Sucked it. Oh. Sounded like a good holiday for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> but like, I, I love that. You know, we're, we're grilling fucking meat. We're drinking beer. And random people are just we're like, yo, you want a burger sun. or you want this? And it's They've like, got those what? little games that they play where you've got to throw like a beanbag into a board. We're throwing an American football around. This is fucking class. Mm. Oh, by the way, maybe not this year, but we are going to try and make it a cultural thing for Paddock to have a sort of tailgate, sort of opening game of the season, sort of festival with a band and a barbecue, and a just a. F- I'm gonna probably get like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say castle. like maybe five. Yeah, Sammy the Snake. Sammy the Snake. Uh, I'm gonna get like 500 <laughs> fucking beers and ice them, and like once they're gone, they're gone. But I'll I'll get like the first 500 fucking beers in, um, just for everyone that fucking. So if comes. you're a beer sponsor, give us a call. Yeah. Um, Either way, I'm going Costco for him, so. Yes. <laughs> Ever, you love a good Costco shop, innit? Costco's a great place. It's not as good as you think it is, because it's this random shit like, oh, look, two bottles of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a pack. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or yeah. like an extra large bottle of rum. Or you buy stuff that you just didn't need. I, I, sometimes I go there and find cheap jeans. The, t- the tasters are good there, though. Have you ever had the brownies from Costco? Mm. Oh, they'll change your Their life. Their food's good. Their food's good. This pizza's meant to be good. I've never had one of the pizzas, though. Mm. 
good shit. But I, I love that side. I mean, Americans can do it because they have like five home games a year. So you can make a, a party out of every game. Really? And yeah. Because they play like eight games, don't they? So you get like five at home, maybe one playoff game. I was playing 2K20 the other day. There's 84 games. I Basketball's play. different. Baseball's different. Oh, baseball has about 300 games. So I don't think tailgating's a thing at baseball. They just turn up like we do at football. Because you, you go into 40, 50 games a season. You just go to the game. Mm. You don't spend six hours having a party beforehand because I'm back here Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be back on Wednesday, yeah. It's like when, when I used to go to, I used to go to about, like at the start when I only had a membership, I'd go to like 10 games a season. So like, you get there well early, like, yeah, you're, you're outside fucking... I'd get there well early partly because of the, the, the supporters club bus that I used to use. It would just drop you off. So if my dad weren't driving, he'd drop you off at the Blaze like three hours before kickoff, two hours before kickoff. I remember once, me and my mate, <laughs> it was with my brother and my cousin. They were both like 15, 14. They must have been pretty young at that point. But me and him were, in stu- were students and we probably had about 35, 40 quid between us. And we wanted to get on it, yeah. So we were like, fuck it. All right, let's go to Ladbrokes. You know, by the key. <laughs> by Lou Macari's. Span it, lost it. We didn't, so we had now had three hours to burn with no money. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I went into the stadium, the earliest I've ever been. It's looking at David Healy on the pitch at one point, thinking, he's in his suit, he's not even playing. What, what am I doing here at this, in this ground? It's a 5.30 kickoff. The three o'clocks are just kicking off. We used to go in, I used to meet the lads in the Trafford. Um, used to even get the tram over or uh, or drive over or when my old man used to drive we used to go in the Trafford about an hour early um, and, and spend 37 minutes queuing up to get a beer that was warm um, I think it's better now uh, I haven't been in the Trafford for ages because I've got a different way in now um, but we never used to see kickoff. Mm, you do yeah I, like I never saw kickoff for fucking 10 years like the last 10 years of Fergie's reign Matt's off five kickoffs. And it was a Celtic game that I vividly remember in the Champions League, and they scored really early. But me and my dad were late, and we were in the tier three of the North Stand, and we were running up the stairs. Heard the Champions League music, heard Celtic fans. <laughs> there was loads of Celtic fans in the yeah, United end. Remember there was, that? There was one probably five seats away from me, and it felt like a guy supermaned it from about fucking eight rows behind me to punch him. Yeah. Uh, you got him though. It kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> it, kicked, it kicked off in a few places because then. Is that about 07? Round then. 06, 07. Giggs he scored. Remember when he got a penalty because his hamstring went. He ran into the corner. <laughs> he fell holding his hamstring, and he got a penalty. That was quite good. I love that. I remember being right on the touchline when Berbatov kind of dived to win a penalty against Liverpool. The one and that, I seen it and I was like... That um, little pirouette that he did was right in front of us. West Ham. My old, my old seat in K-stand, yeah. Uh, just, I think I went home after that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of them goals where you, you almost... Berbatov's goal, but it's not... You, it's not you talk it's about Ronaldo. Like yeah, yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo tapping it in from four inches, but Berbatov... <laughs> Do you remember when Nani tried to do that to Ronaldo in Nani. Portugal? So Nani, when Nani, Nani was, Port- oh, Ronaldo yeah, ran through the whole team. Nani's shutting it up like, and Ronaldo's like, <laughs> wasn't that like for his 100th goal or something mad like yeah. that as well? I think. It was against Spain and I think at that point he hadn't really performed against Spain. So there was all that thing. Nani's and like, yeah. That. And then the worst thing is the ball was in the goal when Nani met it. So it should have still stood, but it got ruled out. 
I reckon. Oh, was he offside as well? Yeah. yeah. I reckon yeah. Ronaldo didn't speak to him for a good. I reckon he changed his name and his phone from Nani to Puta. <laughs> <laughs> Did it. The next, and he's like, like next time bitch. I met up, he didn't speak to him <laughs> at all. Yeah, I would, I would hate that. Oh man, that that must have been a really like, especially Ronaldo. Don't take a goal off Ronaldo. Like, you're on a list. He somewhere. lives for that, doesn't he? Yeah. He lives for that. He's on a list. For, yeah, he is on a list. Um, Righty then, I think we're going to wrap it up there um, because I think you've got to fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I need to speak to Umbro. So, um, cheers Ooh, for tuning in. Umbro friends. Umbro were a great sponsor, by the way. If you want to sponsor Stretford Paddock, give us a call. Call me though, not him. See, i got a deal for you today, Steve. Have you seen the Stratford Paddock kits? You've now got a call with Umbro because of me. Right. Just tuning in. Um, make sure to follow him. Make sure to, follow <laughs> make sure to subscribe. It's too um, early for this. If there's anything that you want in the comments, this is uncensored. We'll do whatever. And um, we'll see you in the fucking next one. Slipping it out. Okay. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.